1: Hey, Beautiful Human, thank you so much for letting us into your ears today. We are about to catch up with Dixie D'Amelio. She has a brand new album out. It is called A Letter to Me. We're going to talk all about it. Plus, there's life on the agenda, family, work, the whole thing. I have a lot to get to with her. So thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Now please subscribe to our podcast, share with those you care about, and enjoy. Here's Dixie. Uh, hello, Beautiful Human. My name is Zach. That is Daniel. We welcome to the studio. Our friend, Dixie Demilia. Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it? Look me in the eyes. Okay. And tell me why there are any nerves that exist for you being here.
2: It's not nervous doing it. I'm just always thinking like, oh, I'm going to say something stupid because I talk and get too comfortable talking and then I have to deal with it later. That's what I'm always, I think I'm nervous about. I I don't think when I talk. Well, uh, Well, it's okay you're <laughs>
1: your genuine self yeah and do you still get worried about causing issues like that like things starting on the internet and making its way into reality or things starting in reality making its way into the internet
2: sometimes like if i'm doing good i'm busy no i don't care at all like oh whatever i'm on to the next thing when i kind of i'm just chilling and not too much going on. Then that's all I'm looking at. That's all I'm seeing. Oh. But I'm about to be really busy, so
1: you'll be distracted. Yeah. So say stupid so things. Fun. Okay.
2: Say whatever. No, <laughs> Let but also it all out. <laughs> just exa- I mean, I,
1: I never want you. I never want you to feel nervous talking mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. Out of all human beings <laughs> on the face of the earth, and we're not live or anything like that.
2: I used to be really good. I would public speak all the time, and then once all this started, I just I lost all of that information of how to do it and how to talk to people kind of getting it back a little bit but it was definitely once i actually had to start talking and people were listening that's when it kind of all went away
1: does that bum me out a little bit
2: yeah because i took a class on it and like i actually worked hard to work on my public speaking and now i'm like actually doing public speaking and i sound dumb (laughs) (laughs) I,
1: i can make the case that you don't sound dumb Okay. I think maybe you think you may sound dumb. Yeah. Or the fear of judgment. Yeah. Ends up polluting the words that you're looking to share. Mm-hmm. What do you? Th- I mean, the biggest difference is before you were talking to the public, but the public was still tangible. You could mm-hmm. still understand it. Like you can, you can wrap your mind around what it is. Yeah. But now when you speak to the public,
2: I have no idea, like who can see what I'm saying. I can't even think about that because then I would never talk. Because sometimes um like I'll meet someone I'm a fan of and they're like oh I saw you in this Um, that's embarrassing I'm really didn't think anyone would see that I sometimes forget Uh, people like I know are also watching the things that I do online
1: I understand that
2: it's weird (laughs) you're like oh I forgot I said that
1: but do you think that's hard to make actual relationships with people
2: um I kind of have I don't know I don't really try to make too many relationships with people or I haven't been recently. I have like close group of really, really close friends that I don't put online at all. And that's kind of just been the best thing for me. Um, And I don't know. I don't really want a best friend. Like I have a best friend. I don't really need more.
1: (laughs) A hundred (laughs) percent. Yeah. You have your group. Mm -hmm. Why would you, why would you? pollute or run the risk of polluting Yeah, something so close do you have active conversations with that group of friends about hey like this is this is life mm-hmm. and then that is internet work and you don't want to cross the two
2: yeah um but it's just so normal like our conversations I kind of totally forget that there's a whole nother side and when we're <laughs> hanging out we're not thinking about the internet or going out like i'll try when my friends do come to la like let's go to this it's gonna be so cool they're like i don't really care to meet any of these people i'm like that's why this works that's why (laughs) um we can have so much fun together and not just like worry about any of that and i'm very lucky that i've had these friends for a while
1: but this only this only comes from growing Mm -hmm. and internally let's be honest like growth sometimes comes from being hurt yeah and when you run the risk of mixing friendship with work or clout or whatever the mm-hmm. hell you want to call it, dude, that hurt. there is a risk of being hurt in that.
2: Yeah, I think for me, um, I definitely have a lot of friends or people I see when I'm out and it's cool, it's nice, like I feel comfortable when I go out, I can talk to people and have a great night. But I those aren't the people I'm going to text the next day and be like, oh my gosh, this happened. I I just not, it's not, it doesn't interest me. I have my family, which I'm super close with, and then a couple friends and they know everything about me. And I kind of, I talk a lot and I want, all the people who know me know everything about me. So I I can't risk like spilling everything to someone who I don't know their intentions. Yeah. But,
1: But, yeah. But by the way, like, isn't that the difference between Public speaking today compared to public speaking before is fear of judgment, fear of not understanding maybe the other person's intentions on the other side. But also, like, what made you love it before was speaking without fear of judgment. Mm-hmm. Is
2: yeah,
1: why do you fear being judged? Everybody does, <laughs> right?
2: Everybody does. I mean, I think I don't know, I don't care. That's the thing, See, I go so back and forth between. I literally don't care I'm killing it I'm doing all these amazing things who cares about these people who don't know me and then sometimes I'm like oh my gosh I'm the worst I I just it's so it depends on the day probably like depends how I sleep at night and then I wake up and I'm like oh my god this is the worst everyone hates me and then sometimes I'm like oh I'm the hottest thing in the world I love myself it's just so back and forth so I don't know nothing is consistent with me it feels like
0: that's okay yeah you're also like what are you like 21 sister just turned 21 happy late birthday
2: thanks yeah like
0: (laughs) no,
1: you don't need consistent you have consistency in your career Mm -hmm. consistency in the way you feel every day i mean you're still figuring out who the fuck you are
0: yeah Do you feel like you have consistency in your career? Or do you still kind of trying to figure out what exactly you like to do, don't like to do? I definitely know
2: what I like to do, but I am still trying new things. Um, I know I love music, I know that's what I want to do, but at the same time, while I'm still having this momentum, I still want to try everything I can. So. I do go to a lot of places and a lot of events and try to do as many carpets as I can or photo shoots. I really enjoy doing that, but also at the same time, hoping it all leads towards music.
1: Mm -hmm. And by the way, like that's a hustle that you've had forever. Like when you were modeling early on, you were (laughs) taking the train, driving from Connecticut to New York, taking any gig you can get. (laughs)
2: Yeah. um, Wait, what? (laughs) <laughs> wait I missed the last thing you said no you were taking I mean, you were working a lot you were consistent oh, yeah. like you were
1: getting out there
2: and it's so funny because I was always when I was in school I'm like I don't want a desk job I want to have my own schedule and now where I have kind of my own schedule and every day is different I'm like I miss having a schedule a little no. bit and a little bit of consistency where I could be like oh I wake up at this time and I'm done at this time where sometimes I'm up at 6 a.m. and do a photo shoot and then do the studio until 2 a.m. so it's just we're not having that but I thought that's what I wanted so I don't know what I, <laughs> I don't like either I think
1: but that's okay Yeah,
2: you're also, figuring out
1: what you want mm-hmm. and you're finding balance mm-hmm. you can't pressure yourself to like figure it all out I know and what you have figured out is paying off pretty fucking awesome <laughs>
2: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> your, your energy by the way like I am I see you out socially mm-hmm. I am definitely I could fall into the category of people you see out and yeah. then don't text the next day
2: yeah <laughs> that's
1: respectful I'm okay with that to be honest I probably wouldn't answer if you texted me <laughs> I don't answer anybody that's fair yeah it's, no it's not you it's a me problem
2: no it's I do the same thing it's I, bad. I like just responded to all my birthday texts and I feel oh shit I it's also bit- missed some some out. I was just like, it's too late. It's weird. It's
1: been weeks now. Yeah. Wait, you're responding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I always point. respond when I see someone. Like okay. if they text me something months ago, I would respond like if I know they're going to be somewhere, I'll respond and then I'll see them that night. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, so funny. <laughs> 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 I'm so It's. I need to get better at it because I think that does that is kind of rude that I don't respond to texts, and I it bothers me that I don't, but I just forget sometimes
1: i feel i get it i I put my
2: red receipts on to like force me to respond to people and i still just
1: don't the worst is like when you are not responding and you don't realize that the red receipts are on because now you can (laughs) make it personal for each contact and it was bad can i ask you how many unread text messages you have
2: okay I have zero because I went through and deleted all them, (laughs) but I didn't delete them for so long that my phone, the notifications are broken. So it says I have 36 unread, but they don't exist. Oh, interesting. But I usually had like 2000. Wow. My numbers are also leaked and it's been leaked. I've had the same number since fifth grade. Please don't text me. Uh
1: (laughs) Is that important to you to keep?
2: I love my number. I, I l- don't think I'll ever remember another phone number. and <laughs> You got to keep it now. I have a... Oh my God. Be- I should just say the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, what's the rest? Um, <laughs> but um, uh, it's a cool number to have. And everyone's wanting- like, oh, you're from New York? I'm like, no, I just have it. <laughs> 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 I don't want to change it. So please stop calling me.
1: I feel that, by the way.
2: I probably should, though. It stresses me out so much. Every time I get a call, I'm like, put in a group chat. Uh, now, I screen record the FaceTimes I get, hoping that someone threatens me so I can, like, <laughs> dox them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But don't call and threaten me. I have, like...
1: Wait, does it, so, like, do you just call... Like, my number is leaked, and mm-hmm. I would get calls constantly from like unknowns and then yeah. i get like weird voicemails and no, weird Zach texts gave out
0: his number over the radio once by accident <laughs> by
1: accident it, he leaked it himself no i have done that where i've given it out over the radio like i'd be like our our number used to be 888-515-zac mm-hmm. but instead it'd be like 862 and i just give myself but then one time it leaked via linkedin mm-hmm. and i'd get messages constantly and then i was able to like figure out like how to find this one person and like bl- block them mm-hmm. And that was horrendous. It, mean it last, lasted weeks. Yeah. So you're dealing like...
2: It's every day. Uh, yeah. I what know. if you got
1: like another phone number?
2: I was thinking about that too. But I don't want to lose all the connections that I have and all the numbers that I have. You don't answer people anyway.
1: I know! You can start a whole new phone with people you actually talk to.
2: I've like gotten people's phone numbers before that I'm like so excited. I'm like, oh my god, I have this person's phone number. I've never texted them and they probably have a new number by now, so if I text, they won't even get it. Who's on
1: that list? Which celebrity?
2: I don't know. (laughs) I'm trying to... There's just a couple and I get... I'm like, we exchange but I get theirs and then I never text them and then the connection is lost i'm it's, so bad yeah, that's at okay taking the next step to i also
1: feel like people like will like hollowy, like in a very hollow manner give away their phone number yeah it's almost like oh yeah we got to do that or let's get together and then
2: <laughs> you know
1: you're not really getting
2: together no i don't yeah is that wrong no hmm. it's so bad it's such a bad um trait i think because i feel so rude doing it but i th- also think everyone else here does it so Maybe it's fine. So
1: really, ultimately, nobody's communicating no with anybody. No one talks.
2: No <laughs> one wants to hang out. They just share their phone number around. Yeah, that's what happens.
1: Sad but true. Yeah. Music. Mhm. You have a brand new album.
2: Mhm. It's in
1: existence.
2: It's out there.
1: It's called a letter to me. Yeah. Where we, uh, from the first conversation we had
2: mm-hmm.
1: back in the day when you first started releasing music, going like, "Be happy," era. Do you hear differences between a song like Be Happy and, I don't know, any of the records (laughs) on a letter to
2: me? Definitely. I know, I think my voice has grown a lot. I sound more confident, but I was just talking about this today and these past couple weeks, Like now that I'm kind of getting back into music after a tour and everything, I do regret not actually tapping into my emotions I love all the songs I think they're fun I think it was a cool first album but I do think I rushed the process a little bit and like wrote fun songs instead of like a story that I would actually want to tell and I've kind of stayed away from mental health stuff because I get all the stuff like oh sometimes I don't want to be happy and it's like okay, yeah, that's like a message mm-hmm. that um, I feel is important. But this, so I kind of was like, okay, I'm going to stay away from that. I'm just going to do some fun stuff, some songs that I um, really like, and then two more emotional, deeper feeling songs. And those are the two I love the most, but I wish I tapped into that more and kind of told my story a little bit. So that's what I'm working on now and just trying to figure out how I want to get more into mental health, but also take all the things I've learned and just make it stronger emotionally.
1: Who are you, like, do you feel like in this last album, which was your debut, A Letter to Me, were you making music for everybody else or were you making music for you?
2: I think originally it was for me. I mean, yeah, I think originally it was like, this is what I want to do, but we planned the tour and I was opening up for the tour and we were like oh we need to put the album out before then so everything just moved so quickly he sped it up and it was supposed to be done in February and then I think we finished March or April I don't know when we finished but and release
1: in June
2: yeah so kind of I mean everyone was super happy with it I'm happy with how it went and I think it was fun. It was really fun to perform, but I think... I don't regret it. I just, for next time, I want to take my time and look at everything and how to connect. I just feel I was so disconnected from every other part of my life. Like, I did the music and then I was doing other things and I just didn't bring them together, which I regret. I don't regret. For next time. So...
1: Moving forward, we're going to inject more of our reality mm-hmm. and ourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're going to make music for us, yes, and not for others, and not for the sake of a tour,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Yeah. You have a story to tell. Like I love "Be Happy." <laughs> Thanks. I really, I, I like this album too. <laughs> Thank you. But I, "Be Happy" was a really needed message, in my opinion.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I feel like people need that type of art.
2: Yeah, that's why I feel the song "A Letter to Me." is my favorite because it's definitely the story that i wanted to tell but was kind of scared to um and kind of what we were talking about before not knowing what we're doing and no one knows what they're doing right now we're young we're figuring it out and that's kind of what the song is about and realizing it's okay to be 20 and have no clue what your next step is or what direction you're going in and because everyone feels that way but just maybe not talked about
1: hell yeah because society makes you feel like you need to have a plan Mm -hmm. you need to know
2: yeah
0: but
1: nobody it's okay not to know
2: yeah
0: is someone to blame another song that actually has some meaning to it yeah i really love that song that's what i thought what what is like where'd that song come from
2: um that was okay so that was the first song um that kind of started the whole album um I heard it and the chorus and I really loved it and I got to work with the writers and producers to kind of um, Rewrite it a little bit and I just felt It was I couldn't connect it to Like one single thing. I just feel like I felt that way so many times where I will take the blame for something for just peace and um, To move on from a situation because I just hate the drama i guess not drama specifically but just i hate tension yeah the confrontation
1: the tension totally
2: so i really love that song and that's kind of when we started everything over and rewrote the whole album to kind of go around that and then we just ran out of time
1: so that's really interesting like you really started on this personal route Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) and then
1: you run out of time so you have to fill slots Mm -hmm and then so you are you taking pitch records or are you taking just lower hanging fruit
2: it was a mix um and then old songs that i had mm. that we just put on um yeah but
1: what did it feel like to write those two records like like can you just describe the feeling of like when you knew the song was done
2: i mean i think i Didn't know like with the whole album. I mean, it was my first time doing something like this. So I'm just kind of learning as I go through this whole process Um, Like I've sang my whole life, but I've never putting out a song or an album. So Every time I go in the studio, I'm just okay. Let's do it right or Record or something and it was such a fun environment and I don't know. It's just, it all happened very quickly and then moved on from very quickly because I went straight to uh, tour rehearsals and then tour and now I'm back. And But
1: I want more of the personal. Yeah. I want I want more <laughs> of a letter to me.
2: <laughs> and I was talking to my dad before, like, um, we started the album. It was probably last year. And he was like, you need to tell your story. And I'm like, I know, I want to. I don't know how. And... Obviously he loved the album, very supportive, but then when I go to him, like I kinda wish I made it more personal. He's like, Yeah, I said that months ago. <laughs> we were just talking about that last night. And he was like, You now have another opportunity because you didn't do tap into any of that to do it now. Yeah. And I've been like just writing, jotting things down every day and kind of reading like books about the brain and why we do things and kind of the psychology behind emotions and relationships with people and i'm learning a lot about myself which is going to help i think put that into words because sometimes i don't know how to explain how i'm feeling or why i do things and i've really just been trying to figure it out i know there's not but one answer but
1: but i feel like you can literally document your process of figuring it out in music
2: i know my parents literally tell me all this and i'm like. I don't think anyone would care, but yeah, I know. No, I think everybody
1: would care. And by the way, the best art is ripped from one's reality. Mm -hmm. Like writing from imagination or writing, working something that's already been done. No, no, no. People want to get to know you and you can give them a reason to want to get to know you more through the records you put out there. Yeah. But I do think that you (laughs) you selectively sharing your reality in songs is connected to the fact that you don't necessarily like public speaking anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Like you yet you used to be an open book. You used to speak to everybody. You used to share.
2: You overshare with
1: your friends.
2: Yeah. I know. Wow, this is like a therapy session. (laughs) Overshare with me in the music. Yeah. I know. I'm that's what I really want to do. And I just need to like get it all out. And then once I do it, I do it, and it's out, and it'll f- be fine.
1: Yes, I Yes, <laughs> you're gonna feel great. It's the build-up and the anticipation that's going to cripple you.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you a question. We're not gonna use the word regret, but were you feeling these things as you were releasing the album? And like, al- album release day or the day after that week, did you kind of feel like I'm not 100% sold on what I'm releasing?
2: No. Okay. And I didn't get a negative reaction from the album at all. Everyone Mm-mm. who I saw listened to it loved well, it, it and great. it was great. But... What kind of put that together for me is when I was on tour and like meeting people and they're like, Oh, Be Happy and Roommates were so great and that helped me so much. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it, these songs are fun and cool to listen to and I love singing them, but the message isn't like, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, um, it's might be there for some people, but yeah. I can't think of a word.
0: I mean, I know exactly what your what you're Yeah, saying.
2: it's just not there for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like not everyone, it's not relatable. Where feeling alone or f- having bad days is relatable.
1: Figuring it out is <laughs> and relatable.
2: I, and I kind of was like, "Oh, I don't want everyone to think I'm sad all the time or have I don't mm-hmm. want people to know I have these feelings, and if I put that out there, then everyone's only going to think of me like that and who cares if I have those feelings everybody (laughs) has those feelings
1: people get to people actually grow closer to you by sharing that type of stuff because Mm -hmm. they feel understood but also like the more detail you put in a record about you and what you go through the more people actually identify with it and they grow Mm -hmm. closer to it and people want to get to know you and they want the full picture of who you are Yeah, it's on you to share that through songs Mm
0: -hmm. a song that I heard and I was like this is interesting wasn't expecting it from you as girlfriend Mm -hmm. like how do you feel about that one now
2: (laughs) I love it because it's fun to perform. Um, I, for that song, I thought it was fun. I, the problem with me, again, I have no consistency because sometimes I'm like, I will totally be the person who's singing that song. Like, let me tell your girlfriend and have that whole persona. Then sometimes I'm like a shy person in a corner not want to talk to anyone. So it definitely okay this album definitely did show a lot of different sides to me and i little glimpses of my life but i never went in depth into any of them i think it was kind of just shallow and there and yeah
1: surface level because yeah. it's safe yeah on the
2: surface i know <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun and i'm like i'm very pleased to have it out i did that and now I can, I've learned so I, much. That's it. Like, I
1: honestly think getting your debut album out into the world will allow you to be more free and more yeah. confident moving forward. And let's call it what it is. Everybody cares more about the sophomore album than they do about the debut.
2: Oh, gosh. It's true. <laughs>
1: no, I just, enjoy, you know, I yeah. mean, but you had to get this one out of your system. Yeah. You had to learn and evolve and grow.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm ready. I just want to do it now. I'm excited to just get in the studio and I kind of know more what I want to sound like, too, because my voice is very adaptable, and I kind of...
1: It's any genre, I get what you're saying.
2: Yeah, and so when I was, um, like, getting pitch songs, I would sound exactly like the demo, because that's what I was, like, yeah. I would copy the voice, and so I felt every song sounded really different, but I liked them, because that's the demo, and that's what I was hearing, where now I'm like... Okay, I know what I sound like. I like what I sound like live and that. And when I'm being myself, I just need to make it consistent across all the songs. I learned so much and I'm very happy that I did this and I have it out, toured it, fun. Now I just want to keep going. And
1: by the way, listen to it. A letter to me, (laughs) if you want to listen, link in the description below.
0: What you thinking? You mentioned pitch songs. Are you going to start writing a lot more and trying to like create them yes. for yourself? Yeah,
2: I need to. I think um, that's where I need to put my focus into more because I was, I mean, we were working on all the songs together, but I would like have an idea and then get quiet a little bit and kind of back off. If the idea was getting lost, I would just be like okay this is what we're doing now and go in that direction and move on where now i i have all these ideas and i'm kind of trying to like starting now when i go into a room i have a notebook of this is what i want it to be either any of these categories and i have hundreds of ideas for each category yeah. of like things that are truly meaningful to me and we could put things together so i just need um, I needed to kind of go through those motions and know, like, people... You need to talk for people to hear you, so... Fuck yeah. Yeah.
1: And now you should no have No one conf- can read
2: your mind, so...
1: No, but now you should have the confidence to always speak up. Yeah. Really, this is your vision at the end of the day, and I respect songwriters and producers, but these songs are extensions of your being, not theirs.
2: hmm
1: So, and, and the other thing, too, is, like, everybody's figuring it out but what i think is going to help you figure it out is by actually writing songs about it Mm -hmm. and you're going to discover new sides of yourself truly like i'm so excited (laughs) i'm so excited for what's next
2: yeah it's exciting
1: fuck yeah (laughs) it's fucking crazy i mean truly like just because think about it like you were just in connecticut a few years ago living Mm -hmm. the most normal life Mm -hmm. and you were an athlete turned like uh, <laughs> performing person you, know, you did like the school plays and stuff mm-hmm. model and now like you're in LA living this insane life but also growing up at the same time yeah capturing all that in music
2: that's the craziest part is like my growing up didn't go on hold now that I'm doing all these things and I sometimes forget that that like it's okay to have all these things and confusing thoughts and not Again, not know what I'm doing even though I like have this serious job where I need to be doing all these things and people watching and people have jobs relying on me. I need to again have find a balance of both and being able to grow up and also know it's okay to kind of make mistakes, I guess. Uh,
1: yeah, and be a kid because yeah. at the end of the day like you are normal. You are very i mean i mean that with like the most respect you know what i mean i hope you don't take (laughs) offense
2: no i love that
1: (laughs) like you're incredibly normal and you are just like tens and tens and tens of millions of other people your same age Mm -hmm. you are just like them um uh, like it's and that shouldn't be lost and i don't think you should you know allow anyone to beat you up over it or yourself to be beat up over it you're just a normal 21 year old yeah figuring it the fuck out and writing music at the same time
2: Mm -hmm. and you
1: and all this other shit
2: Mm (laughs) mm-hmm
1: Yep. S- seems normal to me. Just kidding. It's crazy abnormal. <laughs> well, r- not normal. Reality, man. but <laughs> in the same breath like you are nor- you are just like everybody else.
2: Yeah. I The thing is, I my friends that I have that you
1: yeah, the ones you overshare with, the ones you yeah. don't put on the internet?
2: I, they wouldn't be friends with me if I was like a,
1: a prissy diva. Anytime
2: I say anything, even as a joke, they're like, "Don't ever say that. I'll never talk to you again." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, well, I yeah, i'm very lucky to have people around me that
0: put me in my place. <laughs> when you walk out on stage at madison square garden for the second time mm-hmm. do you think like i'm normal or is it like this is weird why am i here
2: I really black out i don't know i was just like <laughs> i was on stage i did tear up a little bit because i take myself out of those moments a lot because i'm like i won't be able to do it if i'm if my mind's like i'm doing this i'm at madison square garden i'm gonna be too nervous so i try to just be like it's cool i'll have fun and celebrate it later but everyone i don't remember what song it was because i was don't even know what i was singing um (laughs) everyone put their lights up like on their flashlights and that was the coolest thing and i started tearing up because i saw my grandma in the front row and my family and seeing all the lights i'm like People are holding lights up for me at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> this is by far the coolest thing I've ever done. And yeah, that was kind of the one time where I was like, oh, this is really cool. I'm cool.
1: And it's going to happen again and again and again. Hope so. Well,
2: that's <laughs> up to you, sis. I know. I need to, if I tap into my emotions, hopefully we'll be there again.
1: To share your reality. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of judgment.
2: Yeah. Truly. like why? Well, I,
1: you know, I don't know. Because once people get care. to know the real you, they're going to fucking love you
2: that's a the thing I keep you. like the best I, not to be cocky but like I do keep the best parts of myself offline yeah. and everyone like I have a I post friends only videos on TikTok and I would get texts and calls and they're like you need to post those people need to see the real you I'm like no oh, I don't know but I'm yeah
1: do you I'm, have a fake TikTok
2: no I just post it so only the people I follow can see them oh that's cool and I think those are my best videos but I'm I get nervous to post them on because I I don't know. I don't care what people think about me. It's so I go so back and forth. I, I don't get
1: know. It. And that's okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think this we, leads yeah. I was gonna ask about the fact that she eats scrambled eggs with jelly. Definitely more important than what I was gonna ask. You go first. I mean, that's fucked up.
2: I haven't tried that. I haven't had that in so long. And then you just remind me that sounds so good right now. What? That is the best thing in the entire world. My well, mom does it with peanut butter and jelly. I won't do that because I don't like peanut butter. Well but jelly and eggs is the best thing ever. I'm telling you, it's like the salty and the sweet and it, it looks disgusting.
1: Yeah, I can imagine.
2: And I have such I get like sick over things really easily. I get really grossed out, but that is so good. Oh my god. I'm gonna have that one again. <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: What do you I, I I wouldn't even have thought ever to put the two things together. I don't together. know how
2: it happened. My mom probably did it. It's so good. Wow. I really, I'm going to bring some next time. It, thank you. I'll make some. If I see you out next time, I'm going to go home, it, and then bring it back. The
1: next time I run into you at some fancy club for some random birthday party. Hey,
2: bring like a Ziploc bag with it. You can eat it out of it.
1: I do run into you like, I mean, like every couple weeks.
2: Yeah, we saw each other at Coachella. Yeah. And then at, I don't even know where we were.
1: I know Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber were next to us. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, um, that was fun
1: someone's birthday party
2: uh yeah i don't know <laughs> i know i just people are like come like okay i live so close to everything so why not yeah but i do I, I don't know i go back and forth whether i have fun going out or not sometimes just depends
1: i i by the way there's I always it. the
2: same people i don't know
1: yeah just another another night with justin <laughs> Bieber and Haley beaver
2: well, not that, but like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool.
1: It was pretty cool. Do you think they would enjoy some scrambled eggs <laughs> and jelly?
2: I'm just going to start bringing it around. Every interview I do, Can you keep hey, it in your pocket? this.
1: <laughs> do you still know every line to the Cat in the Hat movie?
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, I cannot watch the movie because I will be saying the words at the same time.
1: I mean, Michael Myers is the most frightening he's ever been.
2: (laughs) It's so funny. And, (laughs) like, the jokes in it are so advanced that... Not advanced, but, like, advanced for the people you think are going to watch the movie.
1: The aesthetic's fantastic. I would
2: love my house to look like that. Like, the colors... Oh, my God.
1: Even the neighbor with the pink hair Mm -hmm. and the blue tracksuit and the glasses. So good. I can see her in my mind's eye. (laughs) Wow. I like that you like that movie.
2: Yeah, it's... Top movie that and the Grinch. I don't know. They just hit like a part of my brain that mm. just makes it so entertaining.
1: Are you still riding dirt bikes?
2: I am. Oh, you're so cool. <laughs> well, you
1: thanks. you watch the Cat in the Hat movie over and over <laughs> again. R- ride dirt bikes.
2: Um, my dad is actually we're gonna make a bike together for me. Sick. So we're working on that, and I want to like race undercover see if I'm good and then if I actually do good then I'll be like oh yeah I did a race if I lose I won't take my helmet off because <laughs> I have full confidence in myself if I
1: well, you're an athlete sis
2: I haven't done anything in so long but I have so much confidence that I can like you gotta do this. do anything but no I'm I think if I start you give me four years I can be in the next summer Olympics. Oh, fuck yeah that's my goal I hope I'm really good i'm not then i'll just ride around sometimes but see. <laughs>
1: be part of, one of those like dirt bike gangs that like terrorize los angeles every other week
2: you'll just see me riding around with my scrambled eggs
1: <laughs> you should do that
2: yeah. yeah but i think that'll be fun i feel like a lot of people would be interested in going too so i can get some friends to go with my dad oh yeah my mom said i need someone to coach me though because i'm not a good listener mm. so we're gonna see how it goes with my dad coaching But it's like a 30-minute ride on a bike. 30-second ride on a bike. I don't think I need a coach. But I'm very hard-headed. So,
0: we'll see how it goes. like jumps and stuff? Yeah, just like whatever. Oh, like you've done it? No, (laughs) of course there's jumps.
2: Well, it's like a dirt track and hills and then the... like.
0: Oh, the sharp turns, like the banks. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: But in the Olympics... (laughs) Not that I'm going, but I could. They have like gaps in the track. So they just jump over it but I've never done that I was like 10
1: you make that sound so easy
2: (laughs) no I've never Um, been able to like catch air because I weighed like 40 pounds when I was doing it so (laughs) now we'll see how it goes but I think it's gonna be really fun
1: I think you gotta try this
2: and I don't it's so fun to do like so much adrenaline doing a race but we'll see I
1: I look forward to seeing you out there (laughs) on the dirt
2: yeah I get a jersey and some pants and a helmet be safe
1: sick sweet yeah this looks fun do we still hate being touched yeah yeah yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) hasn't changed (laughs) i've been trying to get better at it i think i just have to initiate like the touch the touch and i'm fine
1: but so do you not like being touched or do you not like touching or both
2: it depends i don't know it's so weird i just and some people i'm okay with like I don't know if it's a vibe thing or yeah, like, does a person it make it, thing.
1: Does it make having a relationship
2: hard? Kind of, because I go, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know if it's anxiety or stress or just like not liking it, but some family members, I'm like not the hugging type or I just don't like being kissed on the cheek. But like in a relationship, for the most part, I'm fine and but there are times where i'm like i can't be touched right now like i just need yeah. space but my fam, like my immediate family like i don't care but besides that like going out getting somewhere and leaving somewhere the worst things because that's when everyone's mm-hmm. like hugging and saying bye i always am just like say group bye and then leave so yeah. i don't or i'm stand like this i hugged you when i came in though you, you, you did yeah i'm getting you, better at it you i i i i want to say
1: though like your social skills are really great
2: i try i always just feel so i'm always like a scared puppy dog sometimes when i go out and i'm like who do i talk to do i look weird no i care about judgment no i just, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, <laughs> it's just you're so innocent and sweet and very much like and, and by the way I feel the same way like I, I usually what I'll do like if I see you in a crowd mm-hmm. I'll go to you because I know you Yeah. and I'll talk to you and I do think I've we've done the same thing mm-hmm. like I remember like I was so surprised at Coachella to turn around and you tap me on the shoulder and to see you and your parents there behind me just brought me the most joy <laughs> you know
2: like, I know y- I try to do that
1: you find safety
2: yeah Yeah,
1: you're good in social situations, but like you know, you should do the Irish exit. That's what I do. I know. I I don't say goodbye. Well, that's you don't have to do that. Why do you? But then I also,
2: I don't realize, but I guess I was at an event the other day, and I was with my sister, and she was like, "You look so mean right now." (laughs) I'm like. Oh, I'm I'm just so, I'm like scanning the whole room and just have my face like blank because I'm looking and observing. And she's like, this is why no one comes up and talks to you and everyone thinks you're mean because you make that face. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just so nervous in every, like, who do I talk to? Do I make this move? Do I stand over here? Yeah. I don't know. I never used to be like this. I don't just being here and having people watch you and always like Is someone videoing this do i look I it okay mm-hmm. um but you'll find new comfort yeah
0: i i, I promise you yeah. have you tried drinking now that I you're 21 does that make you feel a little more comfortable
2: um no <laughs> <laughs> um i haven't used my id yet because when i was in vegas like we went with the hotel and they knew we were coming yeah. so like we just did it in the hotel room and like, they didn't ID me because there was, like, a private bar. So, I haven't gone, but I want to go to a liquor store and buy, like, something. I hate alcohol. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> I only drink beer. I can't drink any hard alcohol. Or, I like fruity drinks. <laughs> me. Yeah. I. I
1: like beer for you, though.
2: I think it's fun. I definitely... I always get oh, that's so cool i'm like i'm not doing it to be different i will puke if i smell tequila <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not like a oh yeah guys will like if i drink beer it's just i will actually vomit on you please get that away from me but i did take a couple shots on my birthday and we were gambling and they like brought a shot to the table i thought i was going to puke on the blackjack table, I'm like, I'm never gonna be allowed in Vegas again. They're gonna kick me out. And they're like, brought me a trash can at the table. I'm like, I can't puke. I can't. Puke. I puked the next day and oh. I got out of bed at like three. But that's okay. Um, that's what, that, that's the proper day after your 21st. Yeah, it was a good time. Damn, that makes me happy. You yeah. Look,
1: normal things.
2: Yeah, that was. But now that I'm 21. I can go visit my friends at college because I didn't really want to go and then be seen out and they're like, She's not twenty one. So no, but
1: now, now
2: I don't care. I think
1: you'll find a lot of fun in that.
2: I think so. Also, my friends have put really good friends. Yeah. That's what
0: Yeah. Shake your head. I'm I kidding.
2: might go for Halloween.
0: That's awesome.
2: I wait, when is this coming
0: out? like um, a few days. Oh. Well, you know your Halloween costume? No. I'll tell you later. <laughs> 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 oh, um. Speaking of your birthday, did it? Yeah, I'm gonna ask. Did it? Did it bother you that everyone was questioning when? Um. No, wasn't there.
2: Yes, it was very annoying because it's like we're going for my birthday. I knew for weeks that he couldn't go, and he had a lot of stuff stuff going on, <laughs> <laughs> and he was moving and had all um these things, and I get on the plane and. Someone posts a picture and they're like, Noah isn't there. And everyone's like, Dixie didn't invite Noah. She's so mean. She's doing this. I'm like, I knew that he wasn't going. My sister wasn't on the plane. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, does that mean she's not my sister anymore? So it was very frustrating because I'm like, I just want one day of peace
1: and happiness. Not-
2: I'm a Leo. I want it to be about me. I'm like, <laughs> I want the attention for like three days, the weekend. And... That was very annoying because everyone, that was just all I was seeing and I was wanting to look at nice things about me and all I was seeing, she's so mean, she didn't invite him. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't.
1: They have no idea. They're just yeah. assuming. And when you assume you make an asset of you and me,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that cripples a weekend, obviously, even yeah. if it's temporary.
2: It was very frustrating. like. Am I allowed to look like I'm having a good time because but do I have to be sad if he's not here and That's so fucked up Yeah It definitely and, and That's why we don't have a public online relationship for those reasons mm-hmm. so when we're not seen together it's like calm down it's
0: okay Like, Has taken the relationship offline made it like no. a girl it No <laughs> It's so <laughs> People <bad. laughs> speculate everything I assume now Yeah
2: And I just I'm so busy and he's so busy it's like we don't even We're we were very lucky to be in a relationship where we could see each other every day and everyone got used to that. And now that the world is open and we're working and traveling, we don't have time or energy really to be like seeing each other every day and posting with each other. It was just like people got used to that and now it's a lot of, oh, they're bad together, they're toxic and all these stupid things. It's very frustrating.
1: But does that public discourse and that investment maybe play into like does it make you like fear the day that maybe this relationship does end up coming to an end
2: like the response yeah I mean I try everything to like not worry about it but it's so draining and it's every part of our relationship and all relationships like even with my sister and people I'm friends with it's like oh, they're doing this. They don't like each other. They have this problem. And um, it's just so draining to have relationships with people when that's why I keep my stuff offline for yeah. the most part. And I only really post by myself or don't,
0: I don't know. You don't post at all, really. Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> I kind of haven't really been creative lately, but I... Yeah, but that's okay. I know.
1: You need to not be creative to be creative.
2: Yeah, I... But I think now I kind of know more in the direction of like who I want to be and what I want to do. I've just been doing a lot of self-work. Reading. Working out. Taking my vitamins. And by the way,
1: all those things are incredibly healthy for you and don't involve a relationship or a partner Mm -hmm. or a significant other or any of that. It's you.
2: Mm -hmm. You're also 21. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You just are 21. Yeah. But I'm just really trying to I just felt very overwhelmed especially after my birthday of like what am i doing why did i read things and like i would die if they broke up or i would die if they stopped being friends i'm like what i hate it's so much pressure yeah and i try not to put that on myself but even it's just like oh my gosh that's not fair at all and like i get it it's all out of love but it's not done the right way at all and so i like stay off Twitter and just don't read. I've been really good at not reading the comments and just trying to you know,
1: I don't want live. that consciousness to affect the way you live and the decisions you make because genuinely, like, you deserve happiness. Yeah. If you want to be single eventually, you sis go <laughs> single Dixie is a great era. We're, I look forward to showing up at a club and seeing single no, Dixie no. era in, in full swing.
2: <laughs> no, you're gonna get killed.
1: One is 21 years old, and like, uh, uh, the universe has an incredible way of doing its thing, mm-hmm. and if things are meant to be i really and maybe this is crazy but i do believe that the universe will make it that right mm-hmm. whatever it will be will be and the universe will do its thing to make it happen mm-hmm. but like you shouldn't you shouldn't change or stifle the way you live or the growth that is just staring in front of you mm-hmm. in fear of people who don't even know you's reaction or feelings or opinions or thoughts.
2: I know. And I feel like I've seen a lot of people say this where they're like, they lost their funny side or their personality. And it's so...
1: You don't know them. Yeah. That's unfair to say and hurtful.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I just... Like it's growing up. You're watching me grow up and become an adult. And it's I'm not the same person I was yesterday or two years ago and I'm going to change tomorrow like every day I'm just trying to learn and not be so stressed I'm always so stressed out and anxious over the tiniest things that really just don't matter and it's like not healthy
0: is this all going to play out on season two of your the family show the D'Amelio show
2: yeah we get into a lot of it (laughs) like everything um which I've been i lose sleep over every night like what are people gonna say what parts are they gonna clip and like i watch the show i think it's fine but it's just until it comes out i think i'm just gonna have anxiety about it
0: they did throw the little kiss in the teaser
2: i know (laughs) (laughs) like okay i know Uh, yeah
0: do do you have much say (laughs) over the creative of that or like do you guys say yes or no or do they just kind of do what they want
2: Sometimes, but I don't, again, I don't respond. I missed a couple of the <laughs> episode <laughs> emails. So, um, you
1: could have spoken up. It
2: was too late for some things. And I'm like, okay, I guess we'll deal with that later. But, um, I think it'll be fine. I think, honestly, I don't remember most of it because when you're filming, I, yeah. I have no clue what parts that we filmed because life is happening at the same time. I mean, we started filming in. December, and then took a little break and then finished, I don't know when, July, June, I don't know. I don't know if I can say that.
1: That's a lot of time.
2: Yeah, so it's a lot of different things. It's from a long time ago, so people need to remember that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not current, so don't yell at me. I'm not bringing up old stuff.
1: Listen to a letter to me. Mm -hmm. It is Dixie's debut album. Link in the description below. I'd like to clarify that I am not promoting... (laughs) Mm-hmm. a breakup between you and noah but what i am promoting <laughs> is your truth yeah i want you to like really truly i, I fuck with you you know and
2: uh, we can curse yeah oh. you want to oh yeah. i said stuff before because i you can say shit if you want you say it just shit oof, nice. oh my god, oh, god.
1: <laughs> uh, i'm now i gotta take a walk i'm uncomfortable
2: um no i think it's just focusing on myself a little bit and not like outside of a relationship it's just when things are moving so fast I forget about myself I'm like oh I haven't drank water today and when everyone when my all my focus is on is like oh my gosh he didn't come to my birthday what am I going to do the world is over I'm like what am I talking about that's not real that's not (laughs) real life (laughs) again I go back and forth about that I'm very indecisive my brain is and that's okay okay? Because we're young and figuring things out. That's it. We have so many lessons.
1: And we're going to write about it. Yes,
2: and we're going to write about it. Write our truth.
1: Write our truth. Live our truth. (laughs) Truly. Yeah. You're a real one. Thanks. I I appreciate (laughs) you very much. Do you have any final thoughts over there, Daniel?
0: Yeah, a few quick questions. Why did you not play (sighs) Fuckboy on tour?
2: I didn't play Fuckboy on tour because I didn't know the audience that would Uh. be there. I wanted to. And it was definitely a discussion, but I wasn't sure what it was gonna be like. Yeah, I, could I, w- see that. I don't know. Which I think it would have been fine. But also I don't think they curse in their songs. You're talking oh. about big time rush? Yeah. Yeah. No, and there don't. was one time at one of the last shows that I think it was the last show, they brought up two little girls on the <laughs> stage and I was singing Someone to Blame, which is the last song, and it was at the end of it, and I say fuck twice and it was like I just bleeped them out and i I felt so bad i was singing the two little kids with their parents right there so that was the only time i cursed in it i think but yeah i didn't felt like it was too much for
0: big time rush tour no i definitely see that <laughs> yeah um let's keep going on this list uh nikki minaj said your name wrong oh. the other night she didn't say it wrong
2: everyone was like oh my god she doesn't know her she said it wrong I'm like I mean, that's kind of the Italian way to say it. D'Amelio, huh. I thought it was fine. I, my whole family was like, she said it better than we do. But
0: <laughs> Also, Nikki's was, right, and we're all wrong. That was crazy, though. And by the way,
1: Nikki's always right, and we're <laughs> always all wrong.
2: <laughs> no one told me that was happening until I got on stage. So I was so confident, and I was like, we got this. I'm going to just go out there, introduced... Mona Skin, which... Mona I think
0: you got that wrong.
2: No, oh, because... You, Okay, I asked them before I went on stage, I they, we were sitting next to each other in the crowd, and I was like, how do you say it? Like, I want to say it right. They said, mona skin. And that is the Dutch way to say it, but the Italian way to say it is "manskin," skin. Right, yeah, the other way. And <laughs> everyone was like going back and forth. People like Dutch and Italian yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you say it this way, you say it this way. I said it right. And the way they told me to say it, so there's a whole youtube video about it too there's like a hundred ways to say it
1: it is a lot but they've been on the show we love them
2: very nice monoskin
1: means moonlight in dutch
2: i did know that i did so much i was actually so nervous and then i got my nerves down i was fine on stage and then Nicki minaj walks out and then says my name i'm like (laughs) okay so my hands are all over the place i don't know what i'm
0: doing yeah
2: sick it was a good time living your truth living my truth
0: um. okay let's keep going down here this is fun I'm enjoying this. Uh were you not asked to join Dancing with the Stars no comment okay Um. no <laughs> oh you weren't asked <laughs> they don't want me I'm just kidding I don't
2: I don't know any I don't think I would ever do that I'm so I have no rhythm and I it's not worth it that would be disgusting but
1: your mom and sister will
2: I don't know it was leaked I don't know
1: <laughs> it's all over Twitter right now. By the way,
2: I get in trouble.
1: Oh, you won't. It's already out there. What? <laughs> Live your truth. Loving <laughs> my
2: truth.
0: What else is on your list? Come you, on. You recently followed every member of Blackpink on Instagram. Oh, my oh. god, <laughs> because she has taste.
2: That happened. Like Good. I followed them a year and a half ago, and then yeah, you're late. It gets posted every couple months and they're like collab between Blackpink and Dixie D'Amelio I'm like no but, and so I I respond I like quote tweeted it with a link to my album as a joke <laughs> they're like you're using them I'm like because you guys are making things up I just follow them and then I sat behind them at um, the VMA's they're also very sweet they're the best I met um. Uh, hmm. I met them there and then I think another time I don't remember. Uh, I don't know.
1: Jenny was at Coachella.
2: No. Really? Mm-hmm. Coachella. I did not do Coachella right. I would go at six and leave at nine. Like I was in and out. I don't, I saw like half of Harry Styles and I didn't stay the night for any of the other ones. I was so tired. Taste. Yeah. I
1: love Blackpink.
2: Yeah, their performance was so good.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a fun night. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else on your list? I think that was a good list. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, God knows we are <laughs> not doing Dancing with the Stars.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Never happening. They wish.
2: Yeah, they can't get me. <laughs> they can't, af- can't afford her.
1: <laughs> um, we have other things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We have an album to craft. Yes. Slowly but surely. Steady. I no rush.
2: I want to do an EP, I think. That's cool. First. And then I'll do, I don't know. I want to <laughs> do something this year.
1: Freedom.
0: You have it but it's years almost over mm-hmm. September Yeah, okay, 20, maybe
2: not this year yeah, maybe tw- next year 2023
0: don't rush it you rushed the last yeah, one I know, take I know. time
2: I get excited but yeah I'm gonna take my time okay
1: you can listen to a letter to me there's a link in the description below
2: Dixie, Dixie D'Amelio thanks
1: I appreciate you beyond, sister
2: thanks for having me
1: literally you know anytime okay thanks <laughs> <laughs> Dixie everybody <laughs> Hey, beautiful human, you made it through our interview with Tixie D'Amelio, our album. The letter to me is out now. It totally deserves your ear. And if you want to see this interview, like the video of it, it's on YouTube. Zach Sang Show. Just search it. And please subscribe to our podcast, share with those you care about, and let us know who you should talk to next. We're always looking for suggestions. That's Zach Sang Show. Reach out. And please be safe. Hug your family if you can. And don't go to jail. Have a great day and keep listening to music because I'm telling you, it helps you make the world go round. Peace and love. By the way, today's episode is made possible by a few incredible humans, including our executive producers, Michael D. Ratner, Scott Ratner, Dylan Martyr, Dan Zola, Joshua Rusak, and Olivia Rudensky. Our senior director, Toby Lawless. Our associate producers, Eve Bishop and Claudia Villarreal. Our music is by James Asciutto. Our editor is Camera Carlos Gomez. Our sound mixer is Daniel Chavez-Crook. Our post-production manager is Caroline Rood. And I'm your host and executive producer, Zach Sang. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I'll talk to you real soon.